Hey girl, this is Kay Marie, and I am pleased to introduce to you Essential Conversations with Kay Marie. I am joined by my beautiful and brilliant sisters, Natasha Toddy Weston and Casey Ariel. Essential Conversations is a podcast where we talk about all things essential for the Black woman. Sometimes conversations can get deep. It's painful, but I know I'm not willing to hang up who I am. Other times, we keep it light and fun for when we just need a good laugh. Yes, guys! Come on! We talk about motherhood, love, CEO moves, and celebrating all the essence and glory of Black women. So pull up, sis, join our girl chat, and get ready to leave on a natural high. What's up, y'all? This is Essential Conversations with Kay Marie. This is episode three, and I am so, so excited to be here with my girls today. How y'all doing? Hey, girl, hey. We here. We hey. Good, mama. Y'all good? How are you? How you doing? <sighs> to be quite honest, a bitch is tired. <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> as hell, y'all. <laughs> I so this was our first week trying to sleep train Amani. Mm, mm. And y'all, I see why people don't do it. I, I totally see why people just be like, nope, not gonna do it. I don't have time. But for me, I feel like I have to because I work from home. So I, I need to be able to like train her to be like, okay, this is when I can work during her first nap. This is when I can you know, do chores or whatever, her second nap, you know, I can't like just depend on her to fall asleep whenever and then do work because if that was it, I, I just, I wouldn't get anything done. But trying to get there to sleep training, it is hard. It is, I'm exhausted. I feel like I'm the one more tired than she is because we have to start at 7 a.m., and then she's supposed to go down at 7 p.m., sleep by 7.45. Sis ain't there yet, okay? And if she does go to sleep, then she up by three, four times during the night. And it's not like, okay, well, since she was up three, four times during the night, we can just sleep in. No, we still have to wake up at 7 a.m. because that's a part of the training. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm out here pulling my boob out. Three full time, three o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. Next thing I know, it's seven o'clock, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I'm tired. That's how I am. What is what is just... the training? Because I have no idea. Like, I don't, this is foreign to me, sis. Girl, <laughs> I don't let me tell you. I don't remember sleep training, Tyler. I don't remember that long. Ago. I don't. It's been too long. Really? I do remember being tired all the time, though. So I get it. And but and I didn't breastfeed as long as you did either. I. I gave that up very early on. I, I definitely couldn't thug that out. It was killing me, literally. It is um, hard. How long did you breastfeed? Do you remember? Two, three months. Girl. I felt like every time I went to do it, I just wanted to strangle Tyler. Like, I just could not mm-hmm. do it anymore. And I tried, mm-hmm. and I tried, but I said, Lord, I can't do this no more. So it's whatever nutrients he needed, I hope he got him because that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, girl. girl you don't mind. I, I remember. Shout out to you, sis. Yes. Girl, I remember literally crying 
in the middle of the night because she couldn't latch on. So she's frustrated. Like she's pissed. You know what I mean? Cause she's hungry and she can't latch on the way she wants or, or when she does latch on, she's not ready to put in that work yet. You know what I mean? Cause it's work for them at first to get the milk out. And I just remember crying like, God, please, please help us. Like this, <laughs> It's got to be easier because I've read so many stories. Oh my gosh, I love breastfeeding. Oh my gosh, I love nursing my baby. And girl, I'm just in like, how? Like, (laughs) where? Who? What what y'all doing? Teach me. Tell me something. So I will say, Tati, if you would have waited a little longer, not saying that she should have, by all means, because some people just like nine for me. My mama didn't nurse me. I, look, I ain't, I ain't judging no. I tried. Else. I tried. I really did. I, and, and his dad honestly, say, just give it a little while longer. I'm like, well, you pull out your boob and do it. How about that? <laughs> listen, listen. Like, don't no man like need to be giving advice. I- don't no man need to be giving advice about breastfeeding. Okay. Let's just keep it. <laughs> Y'all don't understand okay. the pain, honey. Girl. Uh, okay, so this sleep schedule that we on, this is a sample schedule, right? So you wake up at 7 a.m. First nap is 9 a.m. And they can only sleep for an hour and a half for a nap. Now, before I started this training, I used to let her sleep until she woke up, until she was hungry or she was, you know, just ready to be up. And sis could sleep three hours. So I was like, ooh, I'm getting all the work done. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but now we have to cut that in half. And I'm like, okay, so I can literally only do two things and then I have to wake her up. Right. So from nine to ten thirty is her nap. Her second nap is twelve forty-five to 2.15. Her third nap is 4.30 to 5.15, which is only 45 minutes. And then we got to get her ready for bed at 7. So I feel like I'm on three jobs right now. You know what I mean? Like this is a job itself. Breastfeeding is a job itself. Mm-hmm. And then working <laughs> with my business <laughs> and then being a wife and then be, you know what I'm saying? It's girl... So when I say a bitch is tired, I'm tired, y'all. I ain't, I ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even gonna try to paint it, no pretty picture. I ain't gonna try to sugarcoat it. I'm tired. And like, I just, I can't wait to go to sleep. I just want a nap. I want, <laughs> what we said on the <laughs> episode, I want to be a nap, okay? Right. <laughs> I feel you, sis. I feel you. I want to be a nap. So uh, we're gonna try something new today. If y'all have been following me on Instagram, Y'all know I used to do these IG lives. It was a series called Levels of Self Love. And both of these ladies were on there. I think Casey, were y'all on there twice? I know Casey was for sure. I feel like, we yeah, was, how do you? Twice. I think so. Or you were supposed to be. And then I got pregnant, pregnant. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> but when we started the IG lives, I used to start them with the vibe of the day. So I want to bring that on here. <laughs> but the thing that I'm going to do this time, so I can carry a little tune, but Casey can sing, sing, okay? Oh, I'm about so, to say, come on to you. 
Okay. okay. So like, <laughs> come on, bless the people, girl. So look, I'm, I'm gonna start it off, but Casey, you gonna have to finish it for me, especially because you know I'm glad you ain't include me, sis. <laughs> I can't hold nothing. <laughs> then I don't feel some type of way you caught me out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you hold it down with the snaps, boo. Hold it down with the snaps. Okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> so appreciate it. you know me, sir. girl. <clears throat> let me get let me get she, my she clearing the throat, Tidy. Listen. Yeah. Come on, hey. come on, T. Come on, T. Let me get this tea real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this gonna be one hell of five selected. Let's hit. You hear me? Girl, listen, huh? Casey, you better take your sip. You next. I'm going to just start it, Casey. You got to finish it. It's just one of them days. Hey. When I want to be left alone. Just one of them. Uh-uh. Sis, you didn't even. Bruh. You should have got, no. <laughs> got me to the first verse of something. You should have got me to the first verse of something. Okay. Okay. You don't know the word. Okay. Here we go. I'm ready. <clears throat> It's just one of them days that a girl goes through when I'm angry inside. Don't want to take it out on you. It's just one of them days. Don't take it personal. Hey, want to be all alone when you think I treat you. Just one of them days. Hey, oh, oh. I don't want to take it out on you. I have no idea, y'all. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. See? Mm. Okay, essential conversations to quiet. Come on now. Come on. Quiet. Podcast and quiet. Album Come on. on. Way. Album How they going to get with them echoes? Some Ooh. Ice Stone. Break it now. Ooh, Put them snaps in. Drop a little T-pain on them girls. <laughs> <laughs> little auto-tune on them hoes. Yep. All right. All right. I'm, I'm here all. for it. I'm here for it. So, y'all, let's talk about it. <laughs> Don't take it personal. Ooh. I ain't lying, y'all. It's been one of them days. I actually had a few one of them days this week. Talk about it, man. Where I just, I just want to be left alone sometimes. And Toddy, we, you were going through it the other week, baby. And I felt like it was me right after you. And I was like, we need to talk about this because I know so many women go through this, right? Where it's just like, we, we give, we give, we give, we pour out and you'd be exhausted. And sometimes I literally just want to have a day to myself, phone on do not disturb. Don't do nothing. Just allow myself to be, sleep if I want to sleep, drink if I want to drink. Come on now. Hello? Smoke if you want to smoke. Smoke if you want to smoke. Come on now. And it's, it's just like, I, sometimes I just, I just need that space. And sometimes people, you know, whether it's family or friends or, you know, even your man, you know, sometimes they be like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. <laughs> just, I just, just want to be left alone a little bit, you know, just to regroup. 
You know what I'm saying? Like to give myself time to recover from all that I've been doing. And it's like, you know, don't don't take it personal. You know what I mean? Like create those boundaries. Allow, give yourself the permission to have that time, have that space, that safe space where you don't do nothing, but allow your soul to rest and allow your soul to recharge because we do so much, man. We do so much. And I feel like I've gotten to a place of burnout because I've been used to being alone for a long, long, long time, right? Before me and my husband moved in together, I lived by myself. I was I grew up in a home where I was like the only child. And then when when we did move in together, I worked from home. So when he's at work, I still got my alone time, you know? But now that I got my baby, <laughs> ain't no alone time, bitch. <laughs> ain't no alone time. All. I got her, you know what I'm saying? So the times when I can get a little quiet time, like when she's napping, whew, girl. Like sometimes I don't want to do shit. I don't want to answer emails. I don't want to make candles. I don't want to work or do anything. I just want to sit down and do nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to answer them to no text messages. I don't. And you know, my mom would be like, you know, can you can you Facetime us? Can you let your let your dad see the baby or no? <sighs> give me some time. It's real time because I'm I'm tired. Like this is a job. Like no one no one prepared me for this part. Talk, no one talked to me about sleep training. You know what I mean? And my mom didn't nurse me, so she couldn't give me advice about nursing, about the struggles and the commitment, the sacrificing sacrifices of nursing. I'm out. I'm up literally probably every two to three hours still trying to feed Amani and I'm exhausted bro so you know it's just one one of them times where you just gotta be like nah I'm gonna be left alone today like this is my day <laughs> I'm gonna leave that phone or do not disturb you know what I'm saying I'm gonna binge watch whatever the hell I feel like watching today you know I'm gonna pour me up a glass <laughs> I'm gonna do whatever I want and just be and that's perfectly okay so I want to talk about that. Like, Tati, let's go back to you because you and I had had a conversation the other week where you was just like, man, I just literally feel drained. Right. So talk, talk to us about that. What was going on? Bro. So I went through a breakup. Right. And at first I thought that's when, like, I really started to feel a burnout. It wasn't necessarily burnout in my business because I have pretty much systems and things in place where it's really hard for me at this point to burn out in business. Like I have moments, but it wasn't that. And I thought, okay, maybe I'm just feeling burnt out because of this breakup, X, Y, Z. That didn't go the way I wanted it to go. But then it lingered, right? And then I got over it. Well, at least I thought I did. And I tweeted this the other day. And the reason why I thought I was over it was because I was suppressing how I really felt trying to get over it instead of feeling how I felt. And so it was an illusion that I had gotten over it, but I really hadn't gotten over it. I was just working on top of trying to move forward. And then January Mm -hmm. hit, top of this year. And as planned, as projected, I had a lot to do business-wise. And I just think the other week, everything kind of just fell on me. Like, The fact that I wasn't really healed from the breakup. 
Yeah. The fact that my business was going 100 miles an hour as planned. And I felt like I just couldn't handle it. I felt like it was so heavy. Like it, it literally physically started to feel heavy to where I mm. sit on the couch and I just could not get up. Meanwhile, my brain was going to now you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. Like you're wasting your time sitting here. You should be doing this. You should be doing like my brain was telling me I needed to be doing all these things, but I physically could not move. And I cried and I cried and I cried for days, like just randomly just crying. Tyler's at school crying. I'd be checking emails crying. And then I stopped to think like, what's really going on with you, girl? And I really couldn't pinpoint because it felt like everything was wrong. It literally just felt so heavy. And I think the hardest part was, one, not allowing myself to just feel whatever the hell it was I was feeling. That part. Trying to Mm. rush that process. And that wasn't helping me. And so I made the post on Facebook, I think, and on my Instagram. And I really didn't want to because, you know, I'm human. I don't want people to see me as weak. And, like, I can't handle all of the things that I got going on. I don't, you know, I don't want... That's not something I want. However... I felt such an urgency to share how I really felt in that moment because I knew I couldn't be the only one. Mm. I knew I couldn't. I knew Mm -hmm. I couldn't be the only one that was feeling heavy. And it was amazing to see all of the feedback and like people saying, I felt the same way last week. And this is what I had to do. Like it helped me. I started to give myself permission to just be and not put the time on how long it took me to get out of that funk I was feeling. And that there is the world no time stamp. There's no time stamp. And we do that to ourselves. Like, I literally was beating myself up. Like, you can, you've been on this couch all weekend. And now here you are. It's Monday, Tuesday. And you still ain't up. You still not doing no work. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that, like, it was really at that time where I realized how important community is. How important having, like, you and Casey. Like, people who are so understanding and give grace. Mm-hmm. And, and realize mm-hmm. that, like, life is going to happen. You're not going to always be up. You're going to have weeks where you feel like shit. And that's absolutely okay. But do you have people around you that are like, take your time, sis? That's right. Kristen was talking about going live and saying she was tired. I was like, sis, don't go live. Go to sleep. And you see I did. I live <laughs> Period. So yeah. that's where I was um, a couple weeks ago. I felt, I literally, you know how people say the weight of the world? I felt like literally mm. the weight of the world mm. was on mm. my shoulder. And I do see myself moving beyond this person. So that was just one thing. And then, like I said, my business now is like just going so fast. I just felt heavy. Like I felt like I had so much responsibility on me. If I dropped the ball, it would mess up everything. Like I just, that's how I really felt in that moment. So it just took me sharing and, you know, allowing my community to pour into me during that time. And that really like pulled me out of that slump for sure. Isn't it crazy? Very deep, very deep. Isn't it crazy though, like how we allow our workload to get so like crazy to where we can't pay attention or can't give time to how we really feeling? I (laughs) I used to work myself crazy, and I got pretty the start of COVID when everything stopped. That's when things got heavy. I was like, why is this now resurfacing? Why is this? Why am I feeling this now? I'm feeling so heavy. And it's because I didn't allow myself myself the time to feel how I wanted to feel 
when I was going through X, Y, and Z. I just kept working, kept grinding. Okay, on to the next, on to the next, right? And Tati, you, I think you tweeted something the other day. It was like, you, you are able to heal when you finally give your space a time to feel. And that right there is deep. A lot of people don't allow themselves to feel. Like, if you feel shitty, feel that, sis. Sit in that. Don't try to pack it away and be like, oh, like, I don't have time to feel like this. I need to, you know, I got a bag to get. Or I need to, you know, I got this, this, and this to do. No, because all it is, is just piling on top and on top of each other. And it keeps piling to the point where you'll literally have a breakdown if you don't allow yourself to just be right. And if you need that time to feel, if you don't feel like answering phone calls, if you don't feel like seeing nobody, if you don't feel like making yourself available to anybody, do that. Create those boundaries for yourself. And Again, don't take it personal. Whoever is taking it personal or taking offense to that, man, baby, I mean, just let just let that ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I definitely think there are some people I feel I feel I could be totally wrong that have taken it personal. There are some people I feel that when I was in that space, I was talking to you two in the group chat. There were certain people that I felt my energy more gravitated towards in that at that time. And there have been people that have called me, text me, hey, call me, people. And I'm, I, it's been almost two weeks and I haven't responded yet. And it's not because I don't want to be bothered or that I don't like them or I don't want to be their friend. It's just right now, I have nothing to give. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't, in this stage in my life, I can't have friends or people in my immediate space who take everything so personal. Like, it's no beef. I just, right now, I can't talk. I'm in a I can't talk season. Mm, say that. I can't, I can't talk. And I and, and, and my I can't talk, but it's not going to be a but. I can't talk. And I need you to understand that. It's not personal. I'm not mad at you. I'm doing some self-healing. I, I cannot be available to you right now. And who I'm supposed to be available to, that's who I'm connected to. Everything is seasonal. And I just feel like people don't understand it. Just because we're not physically speaking right now, just because I'm not answering your calls right now does not mean I hate you. We have no issue. It's just in this particular time, I have to latch to the people who my spirit needs. That's right. mm. Mm. And I don't want people latching on to me if their spirit don't need me at that time. Like, it's just, it, it's that's no, true. it's not, it's not personal. So I'm just so glad we're having this conversation. It's so timely because I do think people, when you do kind of back away to deal with your stuff, people do take it personal and it never has anything to do with them most of the time. You know, that's so real. And as both of you were talking, I was just thinking about how new this space of wellness is for us as black women, right? On both sides, right? Like the only thing we know how to do is work. Like that's all we that's, mm. that's all we know. That's the only thing that's familiar mm. to us. So like we just don't have the tools ourselves, right? Like we just don't have the tools. And until we show up to the doctor's office who specializes in that stuff, you literally don't know how to do breath work. You don't know how to ground yourself. You don't know you know how to dig deep and and, and look at the inner child and see what you you just don't know, right? And then on the other side, it's just as true, right? Like we are so used to our parent, our mother being accessible. Like she never didn't, she she was never not answering the phone. Big mama, you know what I'm saying? She never did self-care day. Everybody could pull up on Sunday. 
period, right? Everybody could pull up during the week. Like there was no, there was no time that Big Mom was off limits. And I'm sure the same was true. And then definitely if you think about uh, earlier, they had to be available for everybody to raise, you know, white folks' kids, to raise their kids, to raise the homeless people on the street, you know, all of that stuff, right? So, um, yeah, I'm just listening and I'm just thinking about how far we've come, right? Like now we've heard the term wellness where 10 years ago, I don't even think, you know, like you couldn't, mental problems. That's, we were using words like that, like like psychotic. Mm-hmm. We were using words mm-hmm. like that, right? But this space is so new. I, I think both of you are right. Like we have to figure out how to exist in wellness, like what it looks like, what tools are going to work for us, you know, because not everything is meant for everybody. And then on the other side is exactly right. Like friends are not used to you being on D&D. We are used to being accessible, you know, all the time. And so this new thing of having boundaries, like, you know, they're going to have to get used to that. And like Tati said, <laughs> and, and it sounds like a hard pill to swallow but if somebody does not feel safe around you for whatever reason you know if they don't feel safe enough to be sick around you to be broken around you it is what it is like they have to get better like you know um but that's just so new <laughs> especially for black women like yeah. we, used to, we, we used to white female fragility right we see it in the movie right. we see the woman who needs to be right. carried across the street like we're so used to, you just hear the, ah, oh, faint. Like, you know, I've never seen a movie with no black woman, fa- you know? Like, so this is just mm-hmm. new. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. It's new, Because we're supposed bro. to be so strong. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be so strong mm-hmm. and be able to do this and X, Y, and Z and, and, and mm-hmm. be available to everybody and take on any and everything and take on other people's shit. And, and no. We're so used to receiving other people's trash. Like, mm. we, it, we're so mm-hmm. used to being dumped on. Whether we want to be or not. That part. Yeah. That part. Yeah. I read something the other day that said, this is my soft year. All that that was going on, taking on other people's stuff, being so strong. Mm-mm. We ain't doing, I'm being fragile. If I'm tired, I'm tired. If I'm sad, I'm sad. If I need space, I need space. I'm not sitting here. I'm not about to... Put on this facade like I got it all together, that I don't need no help, especially not as a new mom and a new wife and an entrepreneur. I need help. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't want to wait until I'm at the point of breaking down. That's when I ask for help. Like, nah. Or that's when I say I need some space. No, I'm now able to scan my body from head to toe and figure out, okay, am I going into depression? Am I, am I a little anxious? Am I, is is my anxiety coming back? Am I tired, tired? Like, am I burnt out? And if the answer is yes to any of them, I need some time to just be. I need some time to recharge. I need some time Mm -hmm. to not be available to anybody else right now. I need to focus on me. And I mean, we just got, we got to get to a place where that's normal. You know what I'm saying? People not taking it personal. Yeah, and I hope we get to the point, and, and again, like I think where we've gotten is progress, right? But I really hope we get to the point where we are preventing burnout, right? Like meaning like we're not pulling that because now, oh, I'm about to, you know, like like that's not even healthy, right? Like we talk about preventive mm. care. We understand what it means for getting your, your teeth cleaned every year, right? Or twice mm-hmm. a year. To mm-hmm. prevent bad things from happening, right? Not going in for the root canal because it's time, right? Same thing for physical, mm. this preventative care. 
we're not there yet as black women for many reasons, right? For understanding preventative care for the mental. I And it's unfortunate that it took me struggling with mental to get to this point, but I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with depression. I struggle with PTSD. But I've gotten to the point where I understand the importance of crafting the life that I need to be okay. So every single day of the week, there's a two and a half hour block where it's nap time for Casey. If I'm going to read in that time and nobody can schedule appointments, I'm not doing no business work. Like I, I need to refuel my mind, recharge my battery in the middle of the day. Like mm. just because I wouldn't have even thought of that a year and a half ago before I left corporate America. I was working 100 hour weeks, you know, just because mm-hmm. to prove I was a robot, you know. But things like that, like getting the nanny, like building in your budget, building in your sales target because you need help with the baby. Like not because like, oh, my gosh, I almost lost my kid because I was so sleepy. I dropped on the floor. But like if you need the help, like getting the nanny and they're just a routine, a part of your bills. Right. Like a part of your support or or, and whatever else, therapy, whatever else. Like I really believe that we have to get to the point where like we are doing things for preventative care not because we're about to be burned out but because we just want to exist in health like mental health like wellness like for real for real wellness just like our body yeah yeah that's so good wow yeah you're absolutely right casey and people try to like put this negative uh light around getting a nanny because <laughs> you need help like no nah, mom you're supposed to take care of your your kids 24 7 you don't need help i was listening to a podcast Actually, last night, the Dead Ass Podcast, and they had a, um, it was like a listener or somebody, or no, I think someone tweeted or put this on Instagram, how they hired a nanny to, um, it was like a night shift nanny, so that the mama could get some sleep. All they had to do was be with the baby at the night, during the night. When they wake up, they just, you know, feed the baby or comfort the baby, whatever, but mama getting some sleep. So that she can show up as her best self the next day to take care of all that she needs to do for the entire day. And when it's time to get some sleep, she gets some sleep. I was like, damn, that's smart. I ain't never heard of that. And that's been out there, bro. Like when I joined Corporate America 2012, so like 10 years ago at this point legit like the executives but not not like i'm not talking about millionaires bro i'm talking about people who were just like running teams and stuff that's exactly what they had they were white women right and this is what i'm talking about like we used to that you know but they were white women but that was just very normal like if these women are showing up and they hire power and they got corporate jobs and they expected to run a team or whatever like there's their night shift nannies would live with them and then go do whatever they wanted you know but like legit get paid and it was normal. Like this stuff is out there. It's just black women. Like a lot of times we are the names, but we, we com- we're comfortable with somebody taking care of mm. somebody else's kids and theirs, but we're not comfortable with them having their kids taken care of. It is just because it's new to us. It's foreign as hell. Like we don't understand because we literally don't understand. It don't mean don't do it. Like fuck will catch up. <laughs> but listen, it's out here. we are still, we are still suffering from the slave mentality. I'm going to just be real. Absolutely. Hands down. Hands down. It's like we don't feel that we are deserving or we're worthy to receive, ask and receive for help. Because the black woman was used to, like you said, taking care of other people's kids. We was breastfeeding white babies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like what? (laughs) Absolutely. We were being the nurturers for white babies. Because that's what we were supposed to do. And if we did it, 
You know what I'm saying? So now that we are standing in our power, now that we are saying, no, I deserve, we're not doing that no more. We, we're not, we're not taking care of so, so much that we don't allow ourselves to be taken care of. We got to create normalcy around that. And so I was so glad I listened to that podcast because I truly never heard of hiring <laughs> help for a night shift. So that I can, you know what I'm saying, be good instead of waking up just oh, exhausted and, and, and not knowing how I'm going to get their day. total sense when you think about it. I mean, I mean, you take your kids to daycare during the day. Okay. Well, I mean, what's the huge difference at night? There's sleep. So really, mm. there's no difference. It just makes total sense. There's literally no difference. I, I no often difference. ask my sister, I am curious to know why they don't have night daycare or night care i am very curious as to why you can only get assistance with your children monday through friday during the day okay forget the fact that the parent needs date night needs time with friends needs me time self time why is no one factored in the fact that parents moms need time outside of monday through friday nine to five why is that even a, why is that not a thing? Why why don't we have weekend care? Why don't we have evening care? Mm. Just two, three hours. Mm. Why is there only time dedicated for you to go to work and come right back and get the kid up? Do it right again the next day. Why is that the norm? Like why is that the norm? That makes absolutely no sense to me. So you're telling me I can only get assistance with my child if I'm working. I cannot do anything outside of those parameters. I think that is absolutely insane. Yeah. Facts. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. That's crazy. Mm. God forbid you don't have any help. Any family, mom, uh, assistance. I can't even. So my mom, I was born in Texas, but we're all, my family's from South Carolina. And my dad was in the Air Force, which is why they had to move. And I'm just thinking about now. I'm 31. My mom was 26 when she had me. And I'm just thinking to myself, I can't even imagine being 26, a new wife, a new mom, and no damn help, no family around, no sisters, no close friends, no nothing around. I can't imagine. Like this, <laughs> I just be like, Mom, what, when did you sleep? Or like, how, how did you truly take care of yourself? You know what I mean? Because when, when you don't have help, when it's just you and your husband or it's just you, you're available 24 You have to be. You have to be 24-7. There's no time to check in with yourself. There's no time to make sure you're okay, to take care of yourself. And it's just, oh, God, I just can't imagine. <laughs> so, Mama, big ups to you because, sis, I couldn't do it. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> But uh, I want to go back, and this this isn't off topic, but I just want to go back to what Tati was talking about um, when she felt that people were taking her distance a little personal. And I realized that when I became less accessible to people, those relationships kind of <laughs> fell off. And... I wanted to bring that up to say you'll have relationships that will 
sometimes either take a pause or they may end because you decided to create those healthy boundaries for yourself, but create them anyway. Like, don't feel like, oh, well, if I, (laughs) if I don't allow myself to be available to, you know, to my friend, to my cousins, my mama, to, you know, they're going to feel some type of way. So let me just show up. Let me just, just, I'm tired as hell, but let me just be what I need to be for them. Mm-mm. Hey, B, you going to burn yourself I out. A few of my mom's calls in that same week. I'm not even going to hold you. They I got to. sent her the voice. And at first I was feeling guilty, but it's like, no, this is a part of you healing. This is a part of you getting through this hump, getting over this hump. It doesn't, it, you know, boundaries don't discriminate. They don't. Say that. Say you that. need them. Like, and I definitely sent my mama to voicemail a couple of times. <laughs> and it is what it is. It's real. Yes. I Sis got sent, everybody else got sent for a couple of hours. Because I just, yeah. and honestly, I think I text you. One day in particular, she was the trigger. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to like, I know I have anxiety. I can feel, physically feel myself getting frazzled and like about to go over the edge. I know that about myself. I own it. But I also Mm -hmm. own the fact that when I feel that coming, all right, what just set me off? I need to pinpoint what it is really that made me feel some type of way. And that particular day, my mama said something to me and it was the wrong time. And I was like, okay, she that like she didn't do it intentionally. Let me put that out there. But it triggered it's me. Never I knew yeah. over that I had to ignore her calls for a few hours to work to process through that. So it didn't ruin the rest of my day. And I think I was texting you about it, Kristen. It just I, she triggered me that day at that time, and it was just I realized it, and I realized okay, I can't talk to her until I process this and keep my day moving, mm-hmm. and that worked. Mm-hmm. So it really. Matter who it is, sometimes you gotta send people to voicemail. Even mama. period. <laughs> Even your mom. I love you, mama. If you listen, real, it's real. You know, no love loss at all. It ain't even like I said. It ain't personal. It ain't even personal. It's just it's what I need right now. It's what I need. Mm. Well, I hope this conversation will help some people, some black women, to allow themselves. To take that time and just be. To allow themselves to put that phone on do not disturb and just be. And, you know, know that whoever is taking it personal, they got some, they got their own stuff that they need to sort out. Maybe they don't know about creating boundaries. Maybe they don't know about respecting someone else's boundaries. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that you can't implement those boundaries into your, into your daily lives. Like, even if, if it's literally once a week where you're like, Mm-mm, this is me day. <laughs> so I'm going to put my phone on the sir. I'm going I'm to do whatever I want to do, even if it's nothing at all. Right. Give yourself that time that you need to just to just be. That's all I can say. Just simply be. Y'all got anything else you want to say? No, sis. That was Sunday sermon. Sunday sermon. <laughs> Come on now. Well, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been another healing and powerful conversation for me. I'm going to try to go get some sleep. <laughs> you deserve sis. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Absolutely. Come on. I love y'all. Absolutely. Uh, love you too, and, uh, mama. Until next time, we out.
Thank you so much for tuning in to Essential Conversations with Kay Marie. I hope you enjoyed today's girl chat with my sisters, Toddy and Casey Ariel. Now, if you could do us a huge favor, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Oh, and don't forget to share this episode with your girlfriends too. I hope you have the most amazing week, queens, and I'll see you all next time for more essential conversations for the black woman.